the Nerdy Misfit Podcast with your host, with your host, with your host. Connor O'Neill and Matthew Hughes. Testing, testing. Hello. Hello, world. Welcome back to another episode of the Nerdy Misfitty Podcasts. Podcasts, that's true. There is more than one. There is more than one. Yes, sir. More than one episode. Today's oh, episode. It's not a special. Seven. Not a special. Not but a special. Themed. But a themed episode, yes. So we're coming out a few days before Halloween. Yes. So we're doing a Halloween-esque style episode. How do you feel about Halloween, Matt? I mean, I feel like when I was younger, I think I liked it more. I, I feel like that's probably, just going... That's probably pretty typical. Yeah. Like, I'm still up to, like, watch Halloween movies, go to, like, a, in quotations, Halloween party, you know, an excuse to dress up. But I feel like since one of my jobs is already doing that for, like, different it's celebrations... It's lost its pizzazz. Yeah, it lost its pizzazz, you know? Fair. How about you? Yeah, I don't really care for it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Can't yeah, argue with that. I'm, uh, not a scary movie person, for one. Mm-hmm. Not that... That Halloween, defines Halloween. Yeah, not that Halloween has to be. Like, yeah. But I feel like that's fair to say that's when people... It's kind of like Christmas movies, an excuse to watch whatever, X movies. Halloween is usually a better excuse to be, hey, let's watch some horror films. Yeah, that's fair. But, that makes yeah, sense. Not a big horror fan. Understandable. I like to just... Be happy. Actually, I like pretty much any other emotion other than just being scared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Because like I could watch a sad movie and I'd be fine more than being spooked. Yeah, being spooked. I just don't yeah. want to be spooked during my movie. Did you ever watch like scary movies or anything like that? Like, um, I've seen uh, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, that's it. The Johnny Depp one. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. yeah. Early two thousands. That's it. That's. Okay. I okay. think I've seen, I don't know, I think it was called The Cabin, Cabin in the Woods. Maybe. Cabin in the Woods, yeah. I think that's it. That's about my... Uh, <laughs> the end of your spooky movies? Yeah. Um. Just, yeah, not just never, like, I've seen characters, like, obviously I know of yeah, like Jason famous Borghese, characters. I've seen, Freddy. you know, clips from The Exorcist, etc. Yeah. But, yeah, just not, not, not my cup, cup of tea. Of tea. N- like, even the gore movies, like, I've seen clips from Saw the Saw franchise, yeah. and I'm just like... Mm-hmm. I just don't care for it. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, it's just... Yeah. Violence for violence. Yeah, there's no reason for that. Just not for me. But I've obviously, I've seen shows that you could argue are on that gory side, right? We do have Criminal Minds, I would say, is almost... Yeah. Like, yes, it's a crime show, but it is almost too... Heavy into the... Not it, gory, it, but like the psychological aspect It's very it. heavy in, yeah. in some aspects in comparison to like csi and stuff is exactly more like crime scene stuff right, like you see some crime scene stuff and that's it yeah but criminal minds some of the people are messed yeah. up and that i've seen sense. i've seen like pretty much all of criminal minds so yeah i've seen everything except for the newest season like the yeah i think the, i think i'm seeing everything with the because remember i went on that streak of cranking out yeah ones, but i think i reached like that point where i was like oh no i'm done with this that's fair <laughs> which is usually when half the actors left anyways pretty much which yeah. makes sense um that's fair. Yeah, so it's just never been for me. I mean, think dressing up obviously as a kid. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite like memory of Halloween? Um, I I have two costumes that I ended up doing when I was younger, like that, like my mom helped me with that we made from like scratch. Okay. So it was more of like went to Value Village, went to different stores, picked up different outfits that would create the costume, mm-hmm. and that was Indiana Jones. 
Nice. And Johnny Johnny Depp's Captain Jack Sparrow from the nice. Pirates of the Caribbean, which we're both. Yeah, we both. Um, it wasn't just like a, I bought this costume that is Captain Jack Sparrow. Or yeah. It was. We went to Value Village. We found like a um, collared shirt that had like the puffy, the puffy collared shirt. Uh, found a vest. Uh, we made like a pirate hat out of a uh, like, kind of like a straw hat. I think it was. Okay. And they like stapled it together in like the shape of a, mm-hmm. a pirate hat. Um. Yeah, and then for we bought a wig. Okay. Braided it. Nice. So it was pretty pretty cool. Same with Indiana Jones. Uh, Indiana Jones. When you think about it, is relatively easy. Yeah. It was like what like brown jeans and then a beige button up shirt. Yeah. Pretty simple. Get the hat, and then for the most part, you're Indiana Jones. Yeah. I think I had a whip. That we ended up, uh, we made sure it was, um, obviously, because I went to school with the costume. So, it was, uh, we made sure it was all tied. So, mm-hmm. it couldn't be used as a weapon, but it was just, like, on my side. Yeah. Nice. So, those are probably, like, the two ones that are, are most memorable. Yeah. Probably due to the fact that they weren't just, this is a bot costume and you put it on. I feel like there's a lot of those. Mm-hmm. How just go you? to a random superstore and buy a costume. Yeah, exactly. I don't really remember too many costumes I wore growing up. Like there was like the most like cliche, like I was a skeleton one year, a pumpkin one year when I was like super young. Um, Classics. And then once I think I got to like grade seven or eight, I just stopped wearing costumes altogether. Yeah, I think it's the exact same for me. Yeah. And then back in college, I wore a costume, but it like was, for a party. No, I was just like wear costumes to school kind of thing because it was like Halloween. And I only did that one year, and it was the most stupidest costume I've ever worn. And it was literally just a white T-shirt, and I taped a bunch of nickels to my back. And I just Nickelback? blared Nickelback music all day. I think I went to a Halloween party, uh, one of our old co-workers' Halloween parties. Oh, yeah. We went there together. And I went. we went with another friend. And I forget what yeah. we went. I think we went, one of us wore green, and one of us wore a white shirt with Envy on it. Yeah, that's what it was. Green. With Envy. With Envy. Yeah. Uh, yikes. <laughs> um, and then this year, I have a, I'm going to a Halloween party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's a like, group costume. Group costume? Yeah, Who are you? The Power uh, Rangers? The Scooby Gang. Oh no! Yeah. And who who did you get? Shaggy. You're not a Shaggy though. No, but it's because I could do the voice. You guys not have That's a tall, skinny, thing. lanky dude? Nah. No I'm tall, skinny, next, lanky I'm dude. The next closest thing. I bought my costume yesterday for forty bucks. Like uh, like we said, literally just store. green t-shirt. I went to I think the Gap, found a nice green t-shirt. Went to Winners, found the red burgundy pants and i was like this is good enough you know grow a nice gross looking beard uh in the next four days probably not because i had to shave for my job yesterday so try your best try my best i gotta get like the like the little scruff so who do you guys have you ever someone's gonna be scooby someone's gonna be scooby someone's Someone's gonna be daphne someone's gonna be velma and someone's gonna be fred dang the whole the whole gang whole shebang whole mystery ink you guys have a van nope painted could not get the van in time oh there's someone in our nearby city that has the van, but alas, like, like the exact like a replica, van? like a cool. replica of it. Yeah, couldn't get it. Could not get. That it. would have been too perfect. I agree, but alas, um, are you guys gonna be jamming? What's new, Scooby Doo? Is you walk all over I the place? I hope so. I'll be jamming on my pocket. Yeah, you're gonna grab a Bluetooth speaker and just play it. I hope so. It's such a banger opening. You guys should have uh, gotten a bad guy to unmask. That's what I was hoping to, because I think my one friend was coming to, and I was like, dude, just wear like a ghost sheet, and we'll just like... Unmask you? Exactly. Or wear like a scream mask? Something, yeah. But alas, I don't think it's happening. 
the easiest Halloween costume, the laziest Halloween costume. Yeah, but it would work so Someone well. Someone in a scream mask. <laughs> True. Um, yeah, for me, going back to the movie question, I'm not a big scary movie guy, but I'll watch it. You'll watch it if like a girl's like, hey, let's watch it. No, just in general, if I'm like... Group? Nah, just I'll watch scary movies by own. myself, if need be. I think that's weird. It is a little weird, but there's certain movies that I like watch for from a film perspective. That's what I was gonna say. I guess it's a little different because you are someone who pays attention to more yeah. than just the general content. And I don't. Of film. Yeah, I don't. Also, not a big fan of like the big franchise ones either. Like, um, like Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like those are those. Don't get me wrong. The first couple are classic. Even the first couple Scream movies, they're classic, spooky. Not the Grudge. Spooky. The Grudge. That's an older one too for us. The Ring, The Exorcist, like those ones are like classic ones, but it's not of the new ones that I'm like, okay, this is kind of just, oh, this guy's back again. Ooh. They're back Michael again. Michael Myers is not bad, you know? Um, but one that sticks out particular for me is a spooky, I keep saying spooky, but it's a suspense horror film kind of, the home invasion style called, okay, called yeah. Hush. Right. And um, it's basically about this deaf girl who's at a cabin, you know, there's not classic. anybody too oh, close yeah, kind of right. thing, right? No, totally. Um, and someone breaks into her house. But the main character is deaf, so half the movie is in complete silence. Oh, that's and it is very unique, and it's it's almost to the unsettling part because you'll see her where she's like sitting on her couch, and you'll see the dude just casually like walk behind her, and I'm like, it's one of those things you just want to yell at the TV, be like, just turn around, please, just turn around. But you know, like obviously she's not gonna hear you because you're yelling at TV, but also she couldn't hear it because she's deaf. Yeah. So it changes just like that. It just does a little spin on the home invasion. Um, so like that one, one of my old, like favorite suspense films growing up was butterfly effect. Okay. Uh, and young Ashton Kutcher is in a suspense film and it's, it's interesting. It's the concept of butterfly effect. Like, you know, like if you change something, the dot, like, you know, the ripples of like what would happen kind of thing. So it's this guy who has this ability to like go back in time and to his younger self and change something. But anytime he goes back to the present time, there's like drastic changes. So, you know, it's indirect time travel, which is not surprise for me. Um, and then obviously other big movies for me it would be like Coraline, Great uh, Timber yeah. and Stop Motion film, same with Nightmare Before Christmas, the whole Jack Skellington. Coraline, is um, that the uh the Button Eyes? Button Eyes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. And then another big one would obviously for growing up, I don't know about you, but Halloween Town. Halloween Town, yeah. Only the first, first two. Thir- oh. First two or three. The fourth one is when they change the main actress. Okay, that's when the main actress. Yeah, yeah. The fourth one when they do the return to Halloween Town. Even okay. though there's time travel in it, I don't like that movie. I was gonna say I think I've seen the third one, but nowhere near as much as I've seen the first the two. Fir- yeah, the Calabar's Revenge is the second one. It's the whole black and white Halloween town. The third one's pretty good because it's, it's like they go to normal high school and they try. The idea like, of pretend. Halloween Town's cool. I like, I like the idea that their grandma is, like comes and visits on. Yeah, just only on Halloween though, because yeah. that's the bus and everything. It's such a good concept. I enjoyed it, and it doesn't up. have to be scary. Exactly, it's right? just a it's fun still a ha- it's still a Halloween themed, and it's. For fun. Exactly. Nice little Disney Channel original yeah, movie. Yeah, it feels like a Christmas movie for Halloween. That's kind of like how I would describe yeah, it. Yeah, that's fair. Has that feel-good family-esque yeah. to it, mm-hmm. but for Halloween instead of Christmas. Exactly. Halloween's their Christmas. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Then you have The Nightmare Before Christmas. Is, is it a Halloween movie? Is it a Christmas movie? Is it an American Thanksgiving Both. movie? All three. Because it's just right in the middle of Halloween and Christmas. All three. All three. Um, um, then obviously everyone does Halloween episodes usually. Yeah. Any sitcom. Every well, sitcom I think has. I them. think cartoons, same cartoons, thing. Cartoons, yeah. 
the ones the big ones are like the big bang theory ones and there's like the clips of them all wearing the flash and then yeah they're different superhero costumes they're probably wearing aquaman at one point yeah you got the uh uh we got what what else we have the how i met your mother ones oh yeah the one where ted's always dressing up as the same yeah in hopes to find character one time that he met one time at a, so he goes to the same halloween party every year. every single year modern family had a bunch of them i believe yeah because i believe the mom was very into halloween yep so they had like a dumpy haunted house which sometimes was rated too scary for the neighborhood obviously you have the simpsons treehouse of horror i'm sure like those are spongebob big probably has a good amount spongebob buffy the vampire slayer is Brooklyn Nine Nine? They have the Thanksgiving episode, right? That's yeah. like the big one where they do the, the heist. Well, it's the Halloween heists. Is it? Is it? The, it's the Halloween heist. Yeah, and then there's is the it one on Halloween. Yeah. So that one's huge because obviously, if you've seen Brooklyn Nine Nine, there's a massive, massive thing that happens on the Halloween heist. Yeah. Later on, the last Halloween heist. Yeah, I believe it's Halloween. It could be Thanksgiving. Could but be. It's been a while since I've watched it. Another good one is the WandaVision Halloween special. But how do you feel overall for what? themed episodes like that? I think it's okay once in a while. Like the Christmas, the Thanksgiving, the Halloween. They're okay. It feels like, like lazy writing a lot. Of, see, this is why I like the Brooklyn Nine-Nine one, even though we can't remember if it's Halloween or mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. I like that there's an importance to it. You, you get where I'm coming from? Yeah. Where it isn't just, oh, yeah, this is coming out in October or November or whatever. No, I agree. It is Halloween. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's not just as simple as, Oh, okay. Halloween. It's something that fans would look forward to because it's something they kept going on. It became a tradition. It became, Oh, the Halloween heist. What was, what type of craziness is going to happen during the heist episode this year? Exactly. Like they've made it their own where it's not just, Oh, lazy writing. They just did a Halloween episode because they didn't have, story to tell yeah exactly or they didn't just easier to write mm-hmm. in general i feel like that's i mean i didn't like i said the wandavision one wasn't too bad because that's when you had like it was There's more a lot satirical. going on yeah. yeah but like the whole um like scarlet witch and vision wearing like their comic book accurate costumes yeah, that's true that was handled well yeah and the kids wearing their comic book accurate costumes too and so like that was obviously fun it was more fun for comic fans or yeah. people that know the characters did you ever watch uh, the mid two thousands Eddie Murphy uh, Haunted Mansion movie? I have seen the. I've been to the Haunted Mansion. Oh, you've been in, to the Haunted Mansion in Disney World. Nice. Okay. Multiple times. What are your What are your thoughts on haunted houses? I'm not a big fan of haunted houses, no. honestly. I want, it goes into the same <laughs> the taint the same uh, line of just if I'm out and about, I don't want to do something and get scared. Like for me, that's not fun. I'd rather go mini putting or mm-hmm. go on a Ferris wheel. That's fair. You know, like see something cool from a ferris wheel like mm-hmm. that point of view that you can't get from anywhere else anywhere else or yeah enjoy many putting um you know museums yep museums about world records <laughs> anything but haunted <laughs> houses is what you're getting at here Yeah, pretty much um i don't mind some haunted houses are fine but you never truly know until you've done that that's the yeah. issue right like live person haunted house not into that i don't know <laughs> Have you um, done them before though? I've done one or two. Okay. And they're just not yeah. not my cup of tea. The uh haunted mansion in Disney World is very similar to one of the haunted houses we have here locally. Yeah. Where it's all animatronics, obviously like state of the art though. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's Disney. Um 
and it's more like a ride where you're like sitting on a cart that takes you through the mansion. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it's like maybe there's a few moments where there might be some pop-up scares, but nothing tr- that will actually scare you really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's it. Was more of like an enjoyable ride than it was actually a scary haunted house. Makes sense. Makes sense. Obviously, I know that some people do. Especially nowadays, they have like a lot of the crazy haunted experiences at a lot of places. We live in Ontario where Canada's Wonderland has a yeah the, like uh, the haunted event that they do. Haunt Manor, whatever it's called. That I know a lot of people like. But yeah, that type of stuff, just not not my scene, you know? Mm-hmm. How about you? You you into the... I'm not big. Like, I'll do it if the girl, you know? Um, oh, you'll do anything. No, I'll do anything <laughs> for a girl, you know? No, like, uh, I've been through a few of them. I've been through, like, the quotations, the scariest one where we're from here um and it was anticlimactic for me that's the one where you follow red laser yeah like i don't get scared easily either but i just found it very boring for it being like the scariest one because it's all like sound effects and like and relying on dark yeah you can't see anything which other than a red it's it's the absence that freaks people out right for people that don't know man i used to work actually at a haunted at a haunted house very easy leveled haunted house i'd say in comparison to the rest yeah yeah definitely a beginner 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 friendly haunted yeah. house and in my opinion it's all in the head it and is. i say this as someone who doesn't like haunted houses but the amount of people that would get to the first corner and quit i'm telling you right now that haunted house was nothing in comparison to some of them no. that they could have gone to and it's all in the head you go in thinking, oh my gosh, this is a haunted house, this is a haunted house. And then once it's dark. You're like, this is it. This is the end of it. Right? Like you just, if you, your senses are like heightened. So yep. now anything that, any noise, any music, creak, etc., is going to spook It's like amplified. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's heavily reliant on dark, but also just that hype factor in a way. You know, it's. It's like reverse hype though. Yeah. It's like the expectation. This is a haunted house. I'm going to be scared. And you're overhyping it in your head, even though it might not be. I feel like that's what really gets people. That makes sense. Um, what else? Did you ever read like Goosebumps books growing up? No, didn't read Goosebumps books. No, not a fan of the Goosebumps. No, not Goosebumps aren't for me either. Um, yeah, there's like a and pretty much I think the ghost like uh the the Ghostbusters Ghostbusters might be like. That might be peak Halloween esque. Okay, the, the ghosts. Yeah, That's which fair. it's not like it's scary. But. No, but like yeah, it's in it's in that category almost. It's like I put Ghostbusters in the same category as like Scooby Doo, where it's That's not fair. like Halloween esque, but there's still like monsters. It's got that and, theme. Yeah, like a hint of spooky. I watched a lot of Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo's great. Like the old, old oh, Scooby-Doo. Oh, yeah, yeah, 1969. Uh, what's new Scooby-Doo? What's new Scooby-Doo? A lot of the old movies. Yeah, Cyber Chase, Zombie yeah. Island. Zombie, Zombie Island is a great one. Great film. Witch's Ghost, uh, <sighs> Alien Invaders. Yep. Even the What's New Scooby-Doo had some really good films as well. They did, yeah, that era. But, yeah, I mean, Scooby-Doo obviously is not scary. I mean, the whole... I feel like Scooby-Doo, one of the concepts of the show is to just tell you, hey... It's not real. Yeah, someone, there's always someone under the mask. Exactly. So no one can. Who it it I can was. almost it could almost build it up for like, hey, this isn't real. Don't worry about it. Exactly. I'm here for that rule. Um. So, in the Discord, 
fun fact, we have a Discord. If you're not part of our Discord, you should join our Discord. Um, it's all in our link tree area, which is in every episode. Yep. Wherever you get your podcast from, it's in the description. It's in the description, yeah. That's um, correct. So last week, I asked a lot of our uh, people in the Discord, um, let us know what your favorite favorite film of Halloween is and why. So oh, let's okay. uh, let's start go through this. Let's go through our first Discord person here, uh, Lunchmate. She says, LOL, my answer is warm bodies. That is both a Halloween and Valentine's Day staple for me. I know it's incredibly strange, but I can't do horror movies. Now, have you, you've never seen Warm Bodies. No. I've seen it. It's a weird... I don't know how to describe it without like spoiling too much, but it's basically like zombie apocalypse, and the zombies okay. are all in quarantine, but then the people that go in, she ends up falling for a zombie, and like uh, as soon as he realizes that she's so it's like... a like, comedy. Ish? It's like a rom-com. A rom-com almost. with zombies. Yeah, because then as soon as he realizes, he's like, oh, this girl, like, it doesn't... Like, I don't want to eat her kind of thing like that, and he's like starting to become human the more Wasn't he like starts falling in love. that one show... Um, from CW that followed a that's zombie. I Zombie. It's based on a comic book. That was someone who works in like the morgue. Yeah, a zombie. zombie. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Warm Bodies. Never seen it. Eh? Nope. It's got Nicholas Holt in it, who played Young Beast in the X Men movies. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah, he's a pretty good actor. Um, Kit Kat. Oh gosh, the next five answers are just my Power Rangers people. Um, the next one's up is Kit Kat. She says Hocus Pocus or Hocus Pocus Two. I think they are both really good Halloween movies. They're very silly. Lighthearted, feel-good movies for spooky season. This falls under the same line as uh, Halloween Town. Yeah, like same that same tree yeah. branch. You know, I've never seen these movies. I've seen Hocus Pocus one, I believe. The second one came out last year, I believe. I have last not seen October. Hocus have not seen it either. Um, I've but heard I'd good things. Say, yeah, like, I'd have to say I, I agree in the form of like also it's silly, lighthearted, feel-good. Like that's. It's the Christmas movie that's in the Halloween, Halloween section. Yeah, still family friendly esque. Fun. Yeah, not gonna necessarily get scared. Exactly. Now this one, we briefly saw this, and we reached. We talked about this off off uh, mic, I guess. Um, not. This is from Mad Quan. Uh, not sure if the Harry Potter series counts as Halloween. Maybe this is a controversial take, but I seem to marathon it every October without fail. For me, it's a mix of the nostalgia of the world that I read so much about as a kid and the mix of reality and fantasy that intrigues me. Plus, I don't know, it just has some really nice spooky but not terrifying vibes. I can definitely get around... I don't know, for me specifically, Prisoner of Azkaban just feels like a Halloween movie. Yeah, <laughs> I can understand that. Werewol- like Goblet of Fire for Werewolves, me. you know. yeah. The, the whole concept of that movie, there's a lot going on. It's a, keep, it's a darker keep, take people, at that point. Yeah, people being different things. You know, we have someone that can turn into a dog, someone that can turn into yeah. a like is a, a werewolf, a rat. Yeah. The shrieking shack. The shrieking shack. Yeah. Um, the yeah. scream. There's a lot of screaming. In a lot of screaming. Also, also, we have some... The un- Dementors first de- appearance Dementors, of those. Very Halloween-y. Yes, yeah, very... Ooh. But the other thing is, in Harry Potter, I think in almost every one... They have Halloween because yeah. they go through the school year. Yeah. Right. The pumpkins are the always there. And it's the same reason a lot of people like Harry Potter for Christmas. Yeah. Is always Harry Potter a Christmas film because there's always Christmas in yeah. Harry Potter. Makes sense to me. I can see why people would watch on both because the holiday occurs. The other thing is how many people have dressed up as Harry Potter or a character from the Harry Potter franchise for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, that's in our age group. No, exactly. In our generation. Yeah. 
Did you dress up as a wizard? I probably yes, at some point. I definitely yeah, yeah, dress. Yeah. I can honestly say I was definitely. I wear a Slytherin year. robe when I'm storytelling, like Fair when enough. I'm a GM for DM. Yeah, yeah I was gonna say I. I so. literally, as a kid, I was probably Harry Potter more than once, probably. Exactly. It just happens. So I think that also, like the nostalgia of you've dressed up as a wizard or a witch or a character from that series, mm-hmm. also just plays into your head. Like, oh, I think of Harry Potter when I think of Halloween because I've. Been Harry Potter or been a character for Yeah. So, but yeah, for me, I would say, I don't know if I would binge the whole series, but definitely for me, Prisoner of Azkaban feels more... Spooky. Hits that... that, But obviously, you got to watch one and two if you're going to watch three. Yeah, exactly. You can just skip (laughs) to Prisoner of Azkaban. Gosh. So, Uh, watch the first three. (laughs) Next one comes from Ebats. He's been on an episode. Two, hopefully. Hopefully soon. Maybe. Um, his, his. Whoa. <coughs> so Whoa. sorry. His response is Scooby Doo Zombie Island. I don't know if that counts as Halloween, but I always watch it around that time, and it's like my own Halloween tradition. Great film. We briefly touched on this like a couple minutes ago. Top tier animated Scooby Doo film. Good, good music too. Oh, great music. They they made a sequel. Have not watched it. Return to Zombie Island. Eh, it's probably um, not as good. Probably not as good. But they took the original animation again, so that's cool. That gives me a little bit more hope. But definitely, yeah, this one's up here, up there for my favorite Scooby Doo films. I think Cyber Chase is still my favorite one. That's the video game one where they yep. go through like the nine levels, and the last level they have to fight all their old monsters. Yeah, they SAO it. Yeah, they SAO Scooby Doo. <laughs> Scooby Doo got SAO'd hundred percent. But Zombie Island is a phenomenal film. I think the Hex Girls are in that one too. Yep. I'm like, whew. they know how to put out bangers. Yes, they do. Uh, They're gonna post spell on you. <laughs> the next one comes from. Uh, Everill, a.k.a. Door Number 2 Studios, a.k.a. The D&D Guru, a.k.a. Tim, who's been on various episodes. He was on last week's episode. He was on last week. We actually just had him on. Crazy. Um, And he says, having just watched them again, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and the super cheesy Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Now, Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is based on a novel that I own. Have not read. Surprise, surprise. Um, And Buffy the Vampire Slayer, obviously, people know what that is. Sarah Michelle, Sarah Michelle Geller. Have you ever watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Are you a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Angel, any of that stuff? Nope. 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 No. Nope. I've seen... Bones. <laughs> seen Bones. Um, I was going to say, yeah, Buffy the Vampire, no. Haven't really seen much of her. If we want to say something... If we want to say something that maybe falls into the Halloween-esque territory, but isn't always... Isn't exclusive to Halloween, uh, like Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I've seen, obviously, some of the original cartoon mm-hmm. of that. I haven't seen any of the live show stuff. because i yeah. heard a lot of stuff that said it was very similar to riverdale riverdale where yeah. it was like eh, it feels like they're using yeah. using the title to i get watched people. five or six seasons of riverdale and i have regrets have you ever seen the van helsing no i haven't is that a hugh jackman no not hugh yeah jackman. hugh jackman is yeah, it yeah. hugh jackman okay yeah i haven't seen it yet. i've no. seen that a few times okay i, I guess it's just a monster movie yeah Horror quotations. That's yeah. the type of horror films that I'm okay with. Like Dracula films that aren't very scary. They're mm. more like, let's go slay like, this uh, monster. The extraordinary, uh, the extra, the, the extraordinary league of gentlemen or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. It's butchering that name, but. but yeah, you definitely have to, I would say check that out. Fan Helsing. Obviously yeah. the other thing is that plays a lot into what I like is that it's a fan, more of a fantasy film. Yeah. Right. We have a superhuman character. Mm going after dracula dracula obviously 
very built up villain yeah as character monster character for a lot of media media since the 30s yeah so um i would say that he that film even though it's i think it's qualified as a horror film it's not really yeah. a horror film. it's a monster i movie. like that it's a monster yeah. movie uh, I might, you know what? I was just thinking now, what a new tradition that could be that I might start since there's still time is I might watch all of Castlevania again. I watched the first season. How and good is it? Though? First season is great. Never watched past the first season though. So I don't know. Yeah, if I've it seen continues. all of Castlevania. It's definitely a very enjoyable, fun, yeah, adult anime. card anime. It's a cartoon, but it's so he- it's done in an animation style. That it's done in an anime, anime. style yeah. for sure. Where the, the, the creators definitely knew what they were doing. Yeah. Another big one, too, for me personally, before we continue, is um, Werewolf by Night. I've, I think yeah, I've mentioned this on the well, podcast we talked before. Ab- yeah, we've talked about Werewolf by Night. Not yet in the tier list one. No, not in the tier in list. In general, we, we have, yeah. In general, in our what like what are we watching? Yeah, we, months we, ago. We, we, well, we I talk- guess about a year ago now. When it, it came out. out. Yeah, last October. Um, that's definitely up there for me personally because it's a... It's, I came out last year. It's got year. that OG monster. It's the black and white universal monsters feel. Yeah. And it's just so good. They did release it in color a couple days ago. Oh, And I, I kind, part of me, like my film side wants to watch it, but like my enjoyment side, I'm like, I don't, I don't well, want it to good. be colored in my head, you know, like it's yeah, the like black it's more, and white. It's got that old aesthetic, which makes it better. So much better in my opinion. Yeah. Phenomenal film. And which goes fun. to show you like, for the Halloween, I'm doing a lot of hand quotes yeah. here. For Halloween films, sometimes just monster films. They just, yeah. it's the time of the year. People are dressing up like monsters. Frankenstein, Dracula, the creature from the Black Lagoon. Werewolves. Werewolves. All kinds. There are yeah. there are tons of monsters. I mean, tons, you look at the tons. D&D monster book. <laughs> <laughs> the Monster Manual, volume one through There's seven. There's <laughs> a lot of monsters. But yeah, exactly. I, I feel like those are definitely the big ones. You look at all the different forms of Fra- that Frankenstein is used for. Yeah. Even nowadays, we get Frankenstein used in a lot of different comedic senses as yep. well. Uh, we have bunch of bunch of Dracula content. Hotel Transylvania. Yeah. Like Hotel the animated one. That's a yeah. big one. People, lo- people love the Hotel Transylvania stuff. Yeah, there's a fourth one that came out, but I don't think Adam Sandler came back for it. Everyone else did, though. But yeah, the, the classic monsters, those are mummies. Oh, mummy yeah, films, mummies. All the mummy films. Have you seen the mummy films? Like Brandon Fraser? Brandon Fraser. Oh, heck yeah. Freaking love those. Did not watch um, the, the new, new one with Tom the new Cruise. one with Tom Cruise, right? Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen that one either. Did you ever watch Monster House? Monster House sounds familiar. Um, Is that with the two... It's like animated two kids? The three kids, yeah. Okay. I think it, maybe it's two kids. Like the one... Yeah, let me show well, you. It's like here. two friends and maybe there's like, you know, the obligatory girl that shows up. Yeah. This one? Yep, I've seen that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Very interesting cast, by the way. I just accidentally clicked on it, but it's like she, Steve Buscemi... Uh, Michael Musso, uh, Maggie Gyllenhaal. Like, it's just a very, like that trio. Kevin James. Oh, very random. Very, very interesting. I've seen that film. Could not tell you everything that happens, but obviously not bad. Just. I also want to point out. When did it come out though? Monster House came out in 2006. I just want to let you know that (laughs) it was written by Dan Harmon. Okay. Like Community. And creator of Rick and Morty, Dan Harmon. Yeah, he's done which, a lot. It's just very random. Just like looking at this and like, very creative lad. Oh yeah, Nick Cannon's in this as well. Jason Lee, Catherine, Frank Willard, obviously, Kathleen Turner. Very interesting. Very interesting uh, cast. 
What else have we got here? We got James and the Giant Peach. James and the Giant Peach, kind of, kind of terrifying. What, what, what do you think makes it terrifying? I think it's just the cross between the stop motion and the live action. The feel of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Wallace and Gromit, Curse of the Were Rabbit. The Were Rabbit. That is nice. a solid movie. Love stop motion to begin with, but great. Beetlejuice. E. T. E. T. Yeah. Fun fact um, about Beetlejuice: Michael Keaton's only in it for 13 minutes. Even though the movie's an hour and a half long, Beetlejuice is literally only in it for 13 minutes. Dang, that's which is that is weird a, to think about, but fun fact. A lot Adam, of build up, a lot yeah. of build up for the character in that. Adam's Family. Um, never watched the Adam's Family. No. I did watch Wednesday when it came out. I did not watch Wednesday. I thought it was pretty solid. Okay. But yeah, that would definitely fall in the line of the monster vibe. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely a lot of movies, obviously, over the years. Hotel Transylvania, like we said. Frank and Weenie. I've seen Frank and Weenie. Edward Scissorhands. I've seen Edward Scissorhands. Very okay. weird film. Shaun of the Dead. Now we're getting into just like What's the Johnny Depp film that he plays where he's the barber? Sweeney Todd Dean Barrow, Fleet Street. Favorite musical, hands down. Never seen it. Freaking great. Would you classify it as a potential Halloween film? Um... It's on the darker side, so like I, I wouldn't really classify it as like a Halloween movie, but it's on that darker side, so it fits the vibe. The monsters, the Lego Star Wars terrifying tales. Oh dear! Revenge of the Sith. Ago. Revenge of the Sith. It's a Halloween film. Something. Darkness takes over. Let's see. Yeah, there's a lot of movies. Obviously, some of us, some of them we've seen, some of them we haven't. Jumping back to the Discord um, for the final answer we have is uh, from Portamala, who, fun fact, has been on an episode. This is uh, Christian, who uh, was on the Blue Beetle-themed episodes. You should definitely check that out for our review on Blue Beetle. Um, And he says, honestly, I think the 2018 Halloween movie is a standout from the franchise. Haven't seen the last two, though. Although it had a really funny kid and a reveal I wasn't expecting at all. Now, the 2018 Halloween movie is in the Halloween franchise, obviously. There's... I want to say like 20 Halloween movies. This one, they did a soft reboot in the style that this one takes place directly after the first one and does not include anything else that's happened in the franchise. Oh, okay. Interesting. And Jamie Lee Curtis came back after 40 years because I believe it was the 40th year anniversary. So she comes back in like a fully adult character and she's like, I don't know too much about it. So I don't know if she's dealing with like the PTSD of when she was a child with the whole Michael Myers situation. Um, But fun fact about Michael Myers that might freak people out um the original do of michael myers like the costume of it is in fact william shatner if you guys didn't know that it is a mold of his face i don't know if this is actually fact but i'm this is what i've been told who Um, told you this it has been rumored for decades that the mask of the killer Michael, Mer- Michael Myers wore in a Halloween film was in fact based on Shatner's face. Not just his face, but specifically a Captain Kurt death mask created for Star Trek. As it turns out, it is very true. The Michael Myers mask is William Shatner. But who played? Like the way you look at it. Oh. Do you see it now? Oh dear, yeah, I see it. <laughs> yeah. That's creepy. That, does that change things for you? It's just creepy. Yeah. It's creepy looking. It's it's very unsettling. <laughs> that is really creepy. 
Um, so before we wrap up, I want to ask you a question, Connor. I saw this. Uh, I was going through TikTok and they were talking about it. And you may not even have an answer because this is a, a big question. Um, but what is some of your favorite movie scenes of all time? My favorite movie scenes? Yeah. Like um, scenes that just stand out to you and you're like, that's great. The Obi-Wan and Anakin fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, no, I re- that's a solid answer though on Mustafar. Yeah. Like the fight. Yeah. You're yeah. my brother, Anakin. Yeah. The whole high ground. Yeah. yeah. Well, the whole speech, all everything that happens, yeah. the, the music, the, yeah. the fight, the choreography. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, it's one of the best scenes in all of Star Wars. So, oh, hundred percent based on that. Um, Any others? It, it just has everything going for it. Um, and also, also because I've seen Star Wars relatively recently, so that's probably why that's one of the first things that's popped up in my head. Okay. Um, other... I, got, I got one for you that you're gonna agree with. Uh, um, the other side, greatest showman scene: Hugh Jackman, Zac Efron. Yeah. The like the song, yeah, the choreography in the, in the bar with the shot glasses and the bartender being involved. Yep, it's very good. Obviously, Endgame. I mean, that goes without saying. Endgame like, with Captain America, that scene, yeah, specifically. Um, I've recently watched all three Iron Man. You watched a third one as well. Yeah, it wasn't as bad as we made it out to be. <laughs> Obviously, it's not good. Like, there's still things I liked about it. Yeah, but maybe I'll have to rewatch. It definitely it. was. There, okay, I shouldn't say it was good, but it definitely maybe we gave it a little too much. Like it was okay. still an enjoyable film. Yeah, for just, sure. It's also being compared at this point to everything else. Avengers, all the other films that have come out, the previous Iron Man. Like, everything's held up to Iron Man 1, which was just a spectacular. Great yeah. Um, a big one for me. This is this is more nostalgia. And like, you know, I don't know if you've seen, there's everyone's all, the meme right now is like a core memory, right? Something that you just remember. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember seeing Iron Man one in theaters, and he when he first makes the Mark two, okay, or I guess it's technically the Mark three, because it's the the Mark twos, the silver one, and Mark three would be the one that actually ended up being in the satellite, set the metal with the oh, satellite. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So when okay. he first makes the Mark three and he goes to destroy the weapon uh, caches um, that Stark Industries is selling behind the table under the table, yeah, um, and he fights a tank and he shoots a missile at it and it just dings yep. there was a lady in the theater that just started maniacally <laughs> laughing like one everyone's dead quiet yeah and this lady starts laughing like crazy thinking like oh he failed like it just dinked off and didn't work but obviously that's not what happens he turns around and cool guys don't look at explosions yeah it blows up of course so everyone started laughing at her i'm pretty sure <laughs> That's just like a core memory. It's not that it's necessarily a good film scene. But um, what else? Um, there's so many great scenes from The Dark Knight that come to mind. Yep. Mine for that Dark Knight alone would be the interrogation scene between Joker and Batman. Yeah, I was thinking that's the first thing that comes to mind is Batman in the the Gotham. uh, Is it the GCPD they're in? Yeah. And, And he's in holding and he goes there. But also the other one is his... uh the joker's conversation with uh with two-face oh in the in the hospital yeah so fun fact i watched a tiktok about that from the guy who played two-face and he was talking about how like intense it was because heath ledger walked around the thing like this is before they actually did the shot but he walked around for almost an hour just making weird sounds and like a <laughs> like around or whatever right and then they would just do some like choreo choreograph of like how he, they were going to grab each other or whatever right but they didn't talk 
like they didn't talk for the full hour of them practicing and like it really put them into character because Harvey Dent wasn't supposed to have any lines in that scene. And he really doesn't other than just like the squirming kind of thing like that. And hated look. Yeah. Just not hates him. Yeah. So that, that whole thing happens. They practice for an hour and then they finally do the shot and they like grab the hand or whatever. Right. And it stops him from grabbing. Yeah. And the Joker basically says it's not his fault. Yeah. He's like a dog chasing cars. Wouldn't know what what to do with it if he caught it. Exactly. And then the scene Introduce Leno anarchy exactly and then it's such a good line well and then harvey's line is great too where he that's when he takes out the coin that he's already been using yeah. this whole time you live you die so good and a villain was born exactly <laughs> um the cool thing about that too is that shot's done and they they go back to their trailer and heath ledger goes up to the guy who plays two-face and goes that's how it's done kid and just walks away of like just like but you know, in full makeup but in everything. full makeup yeah just like that's how it's done and you're like oh yeah, i've a heard a lot film. of really crazy things from that film behind the scenes the other one is uh the fundraising yeah uh, <laughs> that's the first scene where people saw heath ledger as joker yeah. all their, and he does a lot of off script th- like most the whole of his grabbing, stuff was off script grabbing rachel dawes like the actress yeah. for that like that was off script and well, even the whole, like, uh, the scene when he has, like, I don't know, I can't remember if it's, like, the mayor or some politic or whatever, right? And it's, like, that whole handheld scene. Yep. And he's, like, the guy's duct tape and stuff like that. That was Heath Ledger asking Christopher Nolan if he could just do this one thing. And Christopher Nolan was like, yeah, sure. So that was all Heath Ledger. That was not in the script. That was not supposed to happen. Like, that was just Heath Ledger being like, I'm going to do this. Yeah, but I would say probably one of the most iconic is that the scene where Batman is being pushed to the limit of... I do not kill people, mm-hmm. right? He's he's the someone he loves is now in trouble. Probably other than Alfred, the only other person that means that much to him. Yeah, and he is pushed to the edge. So that's definitely up there. Um, other what are some other like just really, big big? I mean, like this for is the me, problem. I haven't seen so many movies recently. Like that's fair because. What's what do you think the best like Harry Potter scene is? Like what what's a scene in Harry Potter that sticks out for you? Is that a You're hard a question? You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> um, I don't know. There's a none of the Harry Potter scenes really grasp me the way something like Star. Did you put your name into the Goblet of Fire? <laughs> nothing like really pulls me in like something like Star Wars. You know, I I feel like that's probably a controversial take if someone really loves Harry Potter. I guess something that I reference a lot is the Dobby scene mm-hmm. when he's freed. Dobby is free. Which is very feels good man, I guess. Mm-hmm. But there aren't there aren't really many things that I'm like, oh yeah, that one Harry that, Potter scene. That one scene. Harry Potter scene? That's fair. How do you feel? Like, is, is there's like ish, like there's, there's certain moments, moments that, that like cool, pop out to me. But they're not it's not because the scene overall yeah. is amazing. It's just maybe it's the conclusion to the film or yeah. you know you've hit that peak of the film and you're like woo i think harry potter is better for like those one lines you can reference like the boy who lived the boy who lived you're a wizard the, harry you're a wizard harry i'm a free elf yeah he's a free did elf. you put your name into the goblet of fire um yeah i think there's like not necessarily like a top moment that it's definitely a like, not levy i saw <laughs> um yeah, I think there's like obviously like there's great moments. Even like when Hagrid's holding Harry in the last one, and Harry just that's rolls an out, epic like, that's scene, a, but it's collectively because that's also the way the Harry same just un very dies. 
No, like when Hagrid's ringing him and then he just so ungracefully falls out of Hagrid's yeah. hands, you're just like, oof. Oh. But even like well, Neville right, ripping out the sword of Gryffindor out of the hat, like that's that's a top Epic, tier. But it's, yeah. but I think collectively that scene is what makes it great, but not a particular like moment per se. Um, No, like it's hard. But I mean like personally for me, I think certain Easter eggs will always have like a special, like that's so kind of yeah, different you for me. But does that count as a scene, I guess? I guess in a way. Like one of my favorite Easter eggs of all time throughout like all movies, and it's such a stupid one. I think I've talked about it on the podcast before is the the ending of the Goosebumps movie with Jack Black. I think I've referenced this before. So in the Goosebumps movie, Jack Black plays R.L. Stein. Yep. And at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he becomes a teacher. And one of the final scenes is him walking down the hallway and he nods to a guy and goes, Mr. Black. And that guy just goes back and goes, Mr. Stein. And to me, it's a top tier moment because it's so stupid, but it's Jack Black playing R.L. Stein. And then the guy who's playing Mr. Black is in fact R.L. Stein in real life. So, Maybe it's just because it's an Easter egg or maybe it's, it's, a funny joke. it's just a fun joke to me that I'm like, huh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Um, yeah, scenes in movies is tough, uh, especially if like you're not watching. Like, a lot of the movies I watch now are just pretty much Marvel films. If we, yeah. And sometimes, there may, I'm going to be honest, some of the Marvel films in the past year or two I have not been... The biggest fan of? No, it's not so much even the fan, just not interested in seeing as much. Yeah, that's fair. Definitely have hit that. We got a new Marvel movie coming out in three yeah. weeks, and it doesn't feel like yeah. it. It hit the wall of a lot of superhero films in general. Yeah, for sure. So, but those are primarily the, a lot of the movies I see, um, unless you just randomly watch one. Like Oppenheimer. Like Oppenheimer, which I wouldn't even say there's even a scene from that particularly that I'm just like, wow, that was amazing because well for me the whole movie was pretty amazing. remarkable yeah but yeah i guess for me we i just end up do going to the superhero films the star yeah. wars revenge of the Sith. i just feel like for me it's a matter of both nostalgia is there a big anime movie moment mm, anime movie yeah i think that's more of a niche like personally the one that comes to mind is the your name moment when she looks down at her hand yeah i guess like that's a big moment in my can't opinion. remember your name or like say, yeah. seeing it and then like it, that what, doesn't help yeah yeah, um, mm, no, I would say a big moment for me in anime, stuff like uh, the pain arc Yeah, when Naruto shows up mm-hmm. after the Hidden Leaf's been destroyed. That was pretty crazy. Yeah. And like with the Hinata standing up, like that scene, I'll like... That's, that's fair. That's something like I'll never forget when I'm watching it. Like I was pretty shook. Mm-hmm. And that's kind are, of different. That's obviously anime moments, but like TV, I guess. It's a TV but I show, know but mean. it's a long, such a long series, right? And yeah. It'd be like, is there a moment that stands out? And that's that's definitely the that's one of the one big of moments, the massive ones that yeah. stands out for various me. moments in the pain arc, in my opinion. Or mighty push. Um, One Piece. There's definitely a good <sighs> amount of moments in that series. It's yeah. hard to pick. It's hard to pick one that is, but obviously for me. Uh, I feel like we probably will end up doing maybe a top 10 for both Naruto, One Piece. Yeah, moments. A couple of our favorite series maybe we'll end up doing. Series that we have more... In-depth knowledge about. We know more about and we yeah. feel more confident about. Unfortunately, they will probably be long-running shonen. That's just, for the most part, what we've seen. <laughs> it's true. Seen and read. Yeah. But yeah, uh, the nothing happened moment is probably the most iconic for me in all of One Piece. Mm-hmm. It just... 
big moment. Really hits different. It does. It really hits. Hits hard. Hits fast. But Which we've talked about on the ranking the tier list episodes yeah, of One Piece. Put, helped an arc. Helped a whole arc. It did. <laughs> Probably go tears up. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, but yeah, movies is really tough. I And I'm trying to think of like if there's one-off movies. Like this is a film. And it's a moment that I just enjoy in a film because what's yeah. something non-franchise or non-series, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. Yeah. It's so much tougher to pinpoint something you really like. That's why I think the Your Name one sticks out for me because it is technically... Yeah, it's a film. Yeah. And it is a moment of that film that... Yeah, it's technically a one It gives you like the goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. It gives you an actual physical reaction to it. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Which is, I feel like, the same for me for Star Wars. Like, I get goosebumps. I get that sinking feeling. Yeah, you're like, even though you know what's happening. You know what's happening. At this point, I can go word for word with both yeah. actors as they're fighting. I can't do the choreography of them. <laughs> It'd be impressive if you could. But um, <laughs> but you, just the words, you just know them because yeah. you've seen the movie so many times. Mm-hmm. And we've had a friend that's recently was asking, how, how many times have you seen A films? lot. And I feel like it's crazy to think, but a realistic number for the Revenge. prequel trilogy yeah. for me is probably in the 30s-ish. Yeah, which I agree. Spam watched those films and and the fact that it can still give you goosebumps when you are watching it. The mute, I think we've talked about it, but if it doesn't have that score on it, I don't think it would be nearly as epic. No, because that Williams score, but that it. but that score is saved, right? It's yeah. used in the Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, for the Darth Maul scene, and it's never used until the essentially the end of revenge of the Sith. yeah which just and makes you could it argue that those two two scenes. battles are the the best lightsaber duels yeah. in all of star wars maybe not necessarily for impact mm-hmm. obviously one of them for sure for impact in terms of story but in terms of choreography gone into it and just the feel of the fight yeah amazing i would agree with that 100 percent. beyond amazing yeah there's nothing about that scene that isn't perfect almost yeah, I mean, it holds up. It'll, it will hold up. Yeah, but I think that's why I enjoy the scene from uh, from Greatest Showman because to me that scene is just really great. Like, well, and you s- just want to sing and dance with yeah. it too. Like the song is good. The choreography is fun. Yeah, right? the shot of like the cinematography is really good too. Like the fact that the bartender's involved but not involved and just like the fact that they use the sounds of the shot glasses hitting well, the yeah, table. It, and it's it gives like, um, pitch perfect vibes. Exactly. With the cup. Yeah. Well, it yeah. does, right? Like they're using the tool in, in front of them. And, exactly. And you can just tell also that the actors were having a good time. Yeah. That's why I think musicals too. Oh my gosh. Zach Efron and Hugh Jackman. Phenomenal chemistry on screen. It was, it was fantastic. If you haven't seen The Greatest Showman, you should definitely. Definitely check it. It's on Disney Plus it's right got now. got a I lot think. of massive actors too. You got Zendaya yeah. in it as well. Like, wow. Zendaya, Hugh Jackman. Zachary Efron. Zachary Efron. Um, but yeah, we could wrap this episode up. We've been chatting for a little bit here. Yeah, uh, you, don't, you don't have any other films? That <laughs> I mean, there's. I could it? go on and on, but like certain moments. But I think it's also because I know the behind the scenes stuff too. I think that makes it a lot better for me. Because like Dungeons and Dragons, for example, solid film, like the new one with Chris Pine. And everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, the Chris Pine film. Um, particularly the scene when the paladin walks away on the beach um, away from everyone. And the thing is, is that the actor kept walking because he couldn't hear the director cut. So he just kept walking and walking. And then Chris Pine was just like, oh, is he going to stop? Oh, he's going to keep going. Oh, there's a hill up. I wonder what he's going to do. Oh, he's going to go over the hill. Oh, okay. 
And that's just, to me, that's just a, a solid moment. I don't know if it's like a well, like reversed, well, like, not so, up there with other scenes, but to me, it's just amusing. That's the thing. Other things is there's films that I really like, mm-hmm. but there's not like a moment that I can pick out where I'm like, that was, that was that's one of my favorite. made the film. Like, yeah. Shawshank Redemption, I think is a fantastic film. Yeah. But there isn't really a moment where I'm like, wow, that. Yeah. Because for me, the whole movie is really well done. Mm-hmm. There isn't a moment where. And maybe that's why it's easier to remember some moments from Star Wars because the films may mm-hmm. not always be overall the best. There are definitely yeah. some, maybe not some great dialogue used yeah. in some films. Right. So the really good moments, they stand out that much more. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm on board with that because that's the thing. Like, I'm even thinking about like Disney animated movies and I'm like, there's great movies, but like, is it because of the soundtrack then? More yeah. than anything, right? Like you remember a song and yeah, what's going on for the song. Remember not a maybe, specific moment. Like you're thinking of Akuna Matata. You're not thinking of the yeah. moment. You're thinking of just yeah the banger. When will my life begin? From Tangled, for example. Like I can see yeah. that scene, but it's because of the song. You take the song out. Let it go. Let it go. Another big one too. Like you just think of what's going on. So obviously, in a lot of Disney films, they're also using that music to to kind of. Up give the, you a feeling of how yeah, exactly. what the characters are thinking or what's happening 100%. in that moment. It's a different style. Obviously, they're basically musicals for the most. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's very similar. But uh, another, what's another film that I really enjoy? That the problem is, yeah, good films for the most part, it feels like they usually are just overall a good film. Yeah. Uh, Inception. Uh, I I definitely very much enjoy Inception. I think one of the epic scenes that I really enjoy from it is the, when they're getting, uh, I forget what the terminology is. I think, did they use it a kick or, Oh, and like the tub. Yeah. Like but when, whole, yeah, but the, when, I think but when the they're kick, doing yeah. the domino effect one from how far deep they're in and, yeah. and you, that suspense that's built up because of all the craziness that's been happening. And they're like, okay, I need to readjust how we're doing the kick. And then, to finally see it pay off was really cool. Yeah, I would agree with that. But that's also just another film that overall is just, there's a lot of really, just it's just a good film. Yeah, exactly. That's a hard, like, but that's, I think that's what makes like Endgame stick out, obviously, is obviously a big thing. And it was a moment that's been built up, right? We've been yeah. baited. We all have <laughs> been baited. We all, if you have the knowledge of Man Eye, you we know that Captain America can pick up Milner, which yeah. is why when Milner gets destroyed, I was like, well, crap is that because they don't want him picking it up is that yeah what's their intention behind it but obviously it ends up coming back from the past to the future yeah and uh that's another great film trilogy that has moments that i'm sure i haven't seen in a while but the back to the future trilogy yeah some great moments in there too right just there's so many good films it makes you want to just go back and watch movies and be like but then part of you is like i should be watching something new well, it's like we talked about, we've had many anime podcasts where we talk about sometimes you just go to what feel good, what what, what makes you feel good, what you've seen before, what you feel comfortable with, what yeah. you feel. The other thing for me is, uh, I don't know how, if this is how you feel when you go to rewatch something you've already seen, but it's something you n- don't necessarily have to pay attention to yeah. as hard. Because I know when I'm watching a new movie, like whether it be a Marvel film or whether I'm watching a new anime, mm-hmm. I'm paying a lot more attention close attention yeah no that's 100 which true. takes a lot more out of you it does especially if you're reading <laughs> exactly but 
subtitles. Sometimes you just want to watch something that you've seen and you're exactly. like, hey, I don't even need to be watching. Yeah. I can just listen and I know what's happening. What's happening, yeah, 100%. And like you said, obviously now we have the podcast, so it's harder because when you start watching something you've seen, you're like, oh, I don't really talk about it. It happens a lot where we're, we're, Matt and I will be talking and we're like, what are we going to talk about? And then we ask each other, oh, what, what have you been watching? The three Iron Man movies. Yeah, shocker. <laughs> we don't we don't usually uh, just come on the podcast and start talking about what we've been watching. Yeah, exactly. We usually prep it. Have a little, little bit, bit of a brief and be like, "Hey, have you been? What have you been actually?" Because doing? if Matt says something like, "Oh, I've been rewatching all of so How I Met so. Your Mother," yeah, obviously, for the next couple of weeks, we're not going to talk about what we've been watching because Matt's been watching How I Met I Your Mother. Mother. Exactly. Yep. Just like I watched recently, watched the three Iron Man films. Yeah. I've seen those before. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a it's a tough part, you know. But it is going back, like seeing. I don't think I've seen after seeing Iron Man three again. That had to have been only like maybe the third or fourth time I've seen that film. I have not seen. Well, I've that. only seen Thor: The Dark World. I think maybe one. I think I've seen times. it twice. Okay. Because I think I've done a one pretty big marathon. Okay. Through multiple phases, mm-hmm. and obviously ended up seeing Thor. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. But I think I, I honestly I think all of the Thor movies I've seen. Actually, no, I've seen the first two Thor movies twice, mm-hmm. and I've seen the other two Thor movies once. Oh dang! Okay, okay. But that's also because Thor's not one of my favorite characters. Yeah, ever, so that's fair. That'll have a large impact on it. I've seen Guardians of the <laughs> Galaxy more than I've seen. Yikes! The Thors together probably. Mm-hmm. But that's also because a lot of normie friends really love Guardians of the Galaxy. So that's I feel true. like if you have a conversation with your friends who might not be as heavily into Marvel lore. Yeah. Just into like the Marvel film for the Marvel film. Exactly. A hundred percent. I think Guardians is high on that list. Yeah. All of them. Oh yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. So, (laughs) but yeah, maybe we'll, maybe we'll come back in uh, who knows how much time, but maybe a couple months we'll, I'll uh, try watching some of my favorite films and pick out, Top, yeah yeah we can make a top really, 10 not a, like a top 10 top 10 but like a definitely this could be some a of my favorite episode. moments from and we can discuss it yeah 100 percent. i think that'd be great or maybe we can watch films together and pick some of our that's true see too. if we have differing moments from similar films that is actually yeah that'd no, be a good idea maybe too. we'll do that because i think we have different opinions we should pick some of our favorite films see mm-hmm. if there's any overlap and we should kind of pick our favorite moments from all those films and then see what what we're looking for because i know yeah. you're going to be looking at a lot of different things than potentially i might be looking yeah. for. yeah and one last thing before we come off is, like you said, for the the Dark Knight, obviously now we get a lot more behind the scenes. Obviously, there's always behind the scenes coming yeah. out for films. But you start getting stories from actors, obviously TikTok and all this different social media. It's so easy for an actor to share how, how they felt during yeah. the filming or how relationships went and just share their own little insight very quickly in a very quick video format. Mm-hmm. Do you think for some of the scenes in films that getting that background makes it a better scene? I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think like it just shows like, for example, like Man on the Moon, 1999, Jim Carrey movie about Andy Kaufman. If you know the behind the scenes of him, how he method acted the entire time, like in and off camera where he didn't stop being Andy Kaufman. Like, if you knew that, I think the movie just hits that much harder. And knowing that, like, Andy Kaufman's family came to set and started crying because it felt like their family member, Andy Kaufman, was there, I think that just holds more of a weight 
on the gives on a the, different feeling to exactly. it. Exactly. Like it makes it a little bit more wholesome and like more insane, but in a good way, obviously. I think that's when same thing with Dark Knight, knowing Heath Ledger like method acted and like the work he went through to get that role, and it's so unfortunate um, for what ended up happening. He gave his all. He literally gave his all. And that's what makes the movie phenomenal on top of that. Like, it's a great film, but Oscar. knowing... Yeah. But knowing For a he superhero did, film. Exactly, which was unheard of during that time. It's, I would say, other than certain... Obviously, costume design is something that lends a lot of... Because some of the creativity that goes into a lot of super films. Yeah. Superhero, but acting wise yeah i think even now it's still you can't beat that but yeah i don't even think they get a fair run no right like it's a movie made for mainstream and hollywood like the higher ups the academy they don't really like that yeah exactly feels like it's very always oh can't be for the mainstream uh, of course not gosh but to see i i would like to believe that even if he didn't pass away that he still would have won it i'm i hoping. think so as well because he did such, and we talked about we talked about it. Everyone they keep using the Joker, and and now it's like compared to this actor, and people people are trying to say it's a cursed role, which is just not the case. But no, the problem is there's a bar now. Yeah, the bar has been set. No one's beating that bar exactly. And the problem is also like that's the mindset. Mm-hmm. Someone could potentially do better than him, but the bar for if you and I go to watch a film now with the Joker in it, yeah. Our mindset is no one's going to beat it. Exactly. Which unless they now, take it now in a completely it's so impossible. different direction. I just but think it's that hard they just to. need to stop using the Joker. I agree with I'm not that. Saying That's that a whole thing. That's a whole I separate thing. I don't think in general like that means that we don't ever have to see the Joker again. I just Batman has a crazy rogues gallery. Why yeah. are we always using the Joker? Just because he's the most mentally over. unstable character? Like, exactly. They have more. That's why I was so surprised when the new one didn't have him as much. But you don't need to have the Joker. No, you really don't. Have an actor be the greatest firefly. Have him be the greatest. <laughs> Sorry, Brandon Fraser. <laughs> but you know, we'll never get to see that. But you know what I mean? Just there's so many random villains. Have the best man bat. Yeah, man anything. bat. I mean, we have the new Riddler, which was like questionable. But like, I would love a Court of Owls movie. Not that that would happen. Court of Owls could be insane. That would be amazing. Yeah. Stop using the Joker. Batman's got one of the most insane rogues gallery yeah. there is i agree do a different take on bane like tom hardy right like that yeah. was unique so even scarecrow scarecrow was well done people maybe have not liked how bane was done but it was still but it was something it different. was a different direction exactly but yeah exactly. happy halloween people happy halloween <laughs> if you made it this far thanks for our little rant in there in the last little bit our last little uh, section let us know what your favorite halloween film is i mean we've basically proven that it doesn't have to be a halloween film what's exactly. your tradition what do you What's your favorite spooky movie? What What do you watch during Halloween? Is there something you always go to every year? You know, maybe you're not a fan of scary movies. You're watching The Little Mermaid every Halloween. I don't know. What What are you watching? Let us know in our Discord, which yes, is linked please. down below in our link tree. Thank you so much for listening yet again. This has been Matt and Connor, and uh, we'll see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Bye. The Nerdy Misfit Podcast. Don't forget to join the island by dropping a follow. Thank you. Thank and you. see you next week.